0: Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Michelle, and Abby. And we are here today to, um, we are going to be recapping the most recent episode of the Challenge All-Stars 3. But before we get started, we just wanted to talk a little bit about our um, social media. So, um, our podcast name is Reality Serve Real, and uh, when we first started out, our handles were at Three Girls in a Pod, but we decided that we wanted to just um keep things a little more consistent, I guess, and although um both are great. We have changed our handles to at RSR podcast. So you can find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram at RSR podcast. Um, find us on Instagram. Um, Right now we don't have too many, too many followers on Instagram. So maybe we'll do something, some kind of um giveaway or something for some swag or something cool like that. If, um, for a a certain milestone. I don't know. Well, we can talk about that, um, maybe on our next podcast. So when we have something planned, but, uh, yeah, for now, just give us a follow at RSR podcast. We are reality served real. And now we are going to get into the episode. So this episode starts with Yes and Wes talking about their rivalry. It it seems like this first intro is just setting up all of the rivalries and th- people that are going against each other um, right away. Because we see Yes talking about Wes. We see Beth talking to Kellyanne she's saying that she thinks that um sending Kendall home ruffled some feathers which like I don't think that sending Kendall home is what ruffled the feathers they wanted Kendall to go home I think what ruffled the feathers is that they would have have rather had Beth go home (laughs) um and then we have Kayla and Sylvie, Sylvia talking about who to throw the sabotage on. And I actually think it's kind of funny because they're talking about the sabotage and Kayla calls it a grenade, which grenade, what, what was that? Was that in Vendetta's and Final Reckoning or was that just in Final Reckoning?
1: I don't, uh, I don't, it might've been in more than one season. I think you're right. But I caught that too when she said that. And I laughed at that too when she said grenade. It kind of <laughs> caught me off guard.
0: I thought it was funny i thought it was funny well it had to have been more than just final reckoning because i know they had grenades in final reckoning right but kayla was barely on that so for her to i don't know anyways um we then see kelly Ann say that she only trusts beth naya and she might trust John A. she does not trust any of the girls that are in the tree house and um beth says that she does not Trust John A. So we have a lot going on with the girls there kind of in the beginning of just them kind of really setting the tone. I mean, we've known all season um who is on what side, but um they're really just reiterating that in the beginning of this episode. But one thing that I thought was really interesting was that then we see Wes and he is talking to Derek and Brad. And he um, says that he just kind of wants to slide into the role that Darrell had as far as the alliance goes. I mean, he's already really good friends with um, Brad. So it's really just getting Derek on his side for them to really get that alliance going. Um, At that point, too, they're saying that... The targets this season are are the champs from last from the last two seasons, which are yes, John A and MJ. And that closely followed behind that is Jordan. And I thought that was really interesting because just based on what I know about all the players, I mean, yes, yes is a, a threat. He dominated that final John A. She was the first place girl in the first Um, season final but even though there technically wasn't a first place female but she was that first place female and then we also had um, MJ uh, or John A winning the next season and MJ winning the next season so obviously yes I understand that they are threats but Jordan the ratio of times that like he wins the final when he goes to the final and just like how good he is overall like in my opinion I think that Jordan is the biggest threat so I'm glad that they have Jordan on their radar. But um I I think that he's a bigger threat than they're making him out to be.
1: Yeah, especially MJ. There were scenes in this episode where I saw him limping around. So wouldn't
0: they rather drag him to the end rather than target him? So I don't know. Right, because it's not like MJ's gonna win if he gets there because he's hurt. No. So next we have, um, the next thing that we see is the daily. They go straight into the daily pretty much after they just kind of set up, um, what's going on in the house. Okay. So
2: I guess I was wrong last week when I was thinking NJ was in an alliance with Daryl and Mark, cause this, the beginning, what you just recapped totally squashed that idea. Um, but anyways, the daily is called sidetracked and, when they first get there tj reveals that there is no longer going to be three women and three men in the authority it's just gonna be one man and one woman and they get all the power they get to make the decision so this game is kind of to me it was kind of a playground school yard type but game playground schoolyard is that the same thing Let's yeah um <laughs> I just said like the same two adjectives or descriptions, whatever. Um, So my first thought was, okay, alliances are definitely going to be shown here. If people don't know already where everyone stands, Um, all the cards are going to be out there on the table. So this, uh, this challenge basically consisted of, there was color coded pegs and, I'm so bad about explaining these, but each, each challenge member had a challenger had, you know, a board with the pegs on them. And then you would have to run through the dirt on this track and pick up their colored pet, their colored ring. And when you got to the line, you'd have to toss it on their peg. Um, and once that person, let's say Jordan got five, then he would be out um and the rings were scattered like all throughout the tracks so I don't know I couldn't really tell I don't know if they were like kind of buried or just you you could easily catch them with your eye but it um, looked like
1: they were in boxes to me I don't know Christina if you saw that
0: yeah it was almost like what it reminded me of was like a wooden like um flower planter <laughs> I don't know that's what it because they were like kind of like up high and then this like I want to say, I think it was like wooden little rectangular thing and they got the rings out of those. Yeah. That were like the color, um, that coordinated with the person that they wanted to, um, get out or, I mean, put the ring on their star.
2: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Totally missed that. It's amazing. How much you can not see. I think about all the episodes I watched in the past. I'm like, I probably missed like half of the little whatever. I know, seriously,
0: even watching it like I watch all of these twice now. I watch it one time, um, the first time I watch it just for for pleasure, and the second time I take notes, and I think I'm gonna switch that around actually and start taking notes the first time that I do it because like today I waited to watch it the second time around and then I was really regretting it because I just I don't know. I, I, I just like had, uh, I left it to the last minute, you know, that's never a good feeling. So that's what I do too.
2: I watch it on Wednesday for fun. And then I watch it on Thursday before we, at some point before we record and that's when I take my notes, but yet I still miss a lot. So, okay. So Beth and MJ are sabotaged. Um, Beth by Kayla MJ by Brad. The winners of last week and of course there's a confessional with john a and then one with mj and how they're so hurt and once again just you know whining about mj getting the sabotage
1: um <laughs> sorry i'm so over him i know i just can't uh. believe do do you think the producers are making john a constantly say say this time and time again or she is just like I
0: think it's probably both. Not self aware and like I don't know. I don't think that it's not that she's not self aware. I think that that's like literally what she cared about in the game. So like if that's what you're caring about in the game, then like that's what you're going to be talking about. So I'm sure that if her and MJ were close enough to have the rumors go around about them, that went around about them, true or false. If they were that close, then she probably is talking about him in every single one of her interviews because that's the person who she is with all the time. Just like Kayla and Sylvia talk about each other at every single confessional, it seems like. Because those confessionals aren't just like five minutes long. They're in there. They're talking for like an hour or two. They're talking forever, you know? And so all we see is a 10 second clip. Okay, well, then
2: I want to tell the producers if you want, I know y'all don't care about me, but if you want me to keep liking John A, please (laughs) give her better content.
1: Like It's just like, I just, for some reason, I'm just wondering if they really hyped her up to talk about MJ all the time because they knew Beth was going to come in and do this and they wanted the footage that kind of made everyone question what's going on with MJ and Janay. I don't know. So that was just the thought I had when I when I, we're now on week. What is it? Three in a row where MJ got sabotaged and we got the same confessional. Right.
0: <laughs> I'm like, uh, are they
2: just, are they
1: just showing the same one again?
0: No, <laughs> it's, it's three different outfits. It's,
1: yeah. I was going to so say amazing. the outfit
0: <laughs> and the hair. Oh my God. <laughs> the hair this time was on point. Uh,
2: okay. So. Brad, Nehemiah, Mark, Wes, who else? Brad, Nehemiah, Mark, Wes. Derek. Derek. Thank you, Derek. They come up with this plan, like, okay, let's get out MJ first, Jordan second, and Mark will th- basically throw it to you. You can win, make the decisions. Um, and that's exactly what happens. Um, MJ and Jordan see what's going on. And they start going for Brad, of course, you know, MJ and Brad's little, um, rival rivalry that I can't talk, um, what they have going on. Um, and, but MJ goes out first, um, followed by Jordan. And I think then, yes. And yes was actually just like, screw it. And started, of course, going for Wes. so their plan works and i think this is the time where throughout it brad's like what the hell did i just sign up for and realizing (laughs) why did i just give into this plan because he's like i could have won this shit or and so but anyways mark does does end up winning um so mark is the winner there
0: brad does talk about going rogue earlier on in the challenge but I think there was just like not the biggest opportunity for him to do that until the end. And Mark just beat him at the end.
2: Yeah, could, yeah. Because it was really close, right? They each had like, yeah, they're
0: on their last one. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had a question for you, ladies. I don't know. For for some reason and you guys watched it twice. I only watched it once. So maybe you can answer this question and maybe I'm inaccurate in saying like I feel like the editing was just so sloppy in this episode. But the part you were talking about Abby when we have Derek West Brad, Nehemiah, and Mark talking about how they're going to go for MJ first and then Jordan Yes is standing right there with him. Mm-hmm. Then nehemiah does a confessional and nehemiah says derek west brad mark and i are going to do this and he doesn't include yes then we see the challenge and then yes kind of wasn't involved yet we just saw him standing with that group and it seemed like he was with that so was he supposed to be part of this plan was he not supposed to be part of this plan
0: did you guys I, how did I you think he was it? there and he heard the plan and they weren't going to they want their plan was to get mj or um uh who was jordan. It? Jordan, jordan yes i'm sorry mm-hmm. their plan was to get mj or jordan out because at this point they still think that the last person who gets last is going into elimination So they're trying to get MJ and Jordan out because those are the people that they want either A, want out or B, don't want to run a final with. So I think that their line of thought, in my opinion, is just that like it doesn't matter if yes is in on this conversation or not, because as soon as we get these first two out, then we have to pick out out, off each other. And of course, yes is going to be one of the people like because they're of the way that, you know, that alliance is formed who would be in the end of it so I I think that he was there for the conversation and they just didn't care that he was there
2: that was my thinking too exactly like they're like whatever listen to whatever you want it's five against against you anyways. so
0: I don't think yes was the target so I don't think it really mattered got it okay because because I was I, I was getting very
1: confused by that and I'm like And now if yes is talking about integrity and how he plays the game fair like doing this plan is not really showing you have integrity or playing the game fair so i was like is he included and then nehemiah didn't name him so then i got a little more confused okay so thank you ladies for telling me how you kind of um do that yeah
0: yeah,
2: that was just my opinion, my take on it. Okay, so up next is the girls, and of course, it's the treehouse versus Beth, Naya, Kellyanne, and John A. Thank you, John A. Even though I feel like they're all friends with John A, they've all said that they are. So uh, I really think Beth, Kellyanne, their main targets. Um, so during this what happens here. John a yeah and you can fill in whenever because I will definitely miss something but John a Beth sees John a throw a ring at on hers her peg and that's when Beth starts calling John a just in a confessional I mean not 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 out loud yet a cheater and she cheats at the game she cheats at this she cheats on her husband so
0: I think it's so interesting that Beth got so riled up from that because John says in her interview that the reason that she chose Beth is because Beth already had a star and she wanted to watch the other players and see who put a star or a ring on her star before she like went for anybody so since she was trying to be strategic about it and like see where everybody else's cards lie. I think it's so interesting that Beth took it so personally and it resulted the way that it did.
2: It doesn't surprise me though. Beth is going to take everything personally. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's going to find a reason to be pissed. Um, Yeah. Such a, God, she overreacts. Okay. So, and then, you know, Naya's speaking, you know, how she doesn't want to judge anyone. She's heard what people have said about Beth, but she doesn't want to be judged for her past. So she's trying not to judge anyone by their past. And I mean, Naya and Kellyanne and Beth are very aware that the treehouse is an alliance and and coming for them. Um, that's really all I had put on the girls, y'all, like. Did something else major happen before Sylvia won or? Not really. I thought
0: Ronnie
1: did really well.
0: I like seeing Ronnie for the,
1: the, the rings. She it, like she just looks so good. I don't know. She did great. Yeah, I'm glad she's she's been there
2: this long. I really like her. Yeah. Okay, so Mark and Sylvia win. And then TJ announces, basically, doesn't matter if you get last, you're not going in. The people who pick who goes in are the winners of the authority, which are Mark and Sylvia, like I said. And then the person who they call out gets to pick their opponent that night at, um, at the elimination. So I'm kind of interested in this because I don't know who throughout the season is going to like, you know, warn someone like, hey, I'm picking you. Or if it's just going to be a total surprise every episode or if it's going to be, like, a mix of both. Because, man, everyone's heads have got to be, like, fucked with. Like, are they going to pick me or are they not going to pick me? Well, so right. it adds, adds a different element to it.
0: And we we kind of see that, um, you know, in the, in the following scenes when we see, like, Kelvia, Sil- Sylvia and Kayla talking with each other. And they're saying... Um, Kayla is saying that she doesn't think it's a good idea for them to, um, put in Beth because Beth would likely choose either Kayla or Veronica at that point. She didn't, they didn't know about all this John A stuff. So, um, it's really interesting because the game has completely changed now and they're realizing that their alliances don't really matter as much anymore because anyone can be called out. If you put somebody in the opposite alliance in, then that alliance, the person in the opposite alliance is just going to call out somebody else in your alliance. So it's really interesting to see how this is going to play out because it's really going to be shots fired. And when, when will, you know, like we still have four treehouse members. I guess that's the other thing about the daily is that Um, all four Treehouse members made it to the final four, and then they had to pick off each other. So it'll really be interesting to see um, what exactly happens going forward as far as who's picking who in the eliminations. Um, Then we get into the party scene, and in the party scene, it really isn't a party. I mean, I think Yes even says that in an interview, but It's really just everybody's talking gameplay. Um, MJ sits down with Mark and he tells him that if he gets picked to go into elimination, he's going to choose Brad, which to us, I I mean, of course, when you're there, things are completely different. And maybe Mark didn't know that that tension was going on as blatantly as we're seeing it on TV. But um, MJ tells Mark that he choose Brad. Then we see Beth talking to Sylvia. Sylvia asks if she, um, God if they sent Beth down to elimination, who she would choose, and she says that she would pick either Kayla or John A, and Sylvia asks why John a, and she tells them that she does not trust John A because she's a manipulator and is having an affair with m j and then we see John A come to the table and says i heard I heard you say my name, so um The way John A handled this whole situation, I think was just gold. Do we, do we wanna reenact this conversation? I kind of do. Um, I-, I,
1: I cannot believe this is the same John A who was partners with Zach all those years ago and got like abused time and time again and just seem like so like beat down all the time like she this girl has got
0: confidence now (laughs) yes she does go girl but she really just puts her in her place um yeah so she's she they have I mean we all we all know what was said the the whole the whole, whole thing was just I mean, Beth couldn't even tell her again why to her face that that, that that's what she was thinking. She's just like, you know, and it's just just the whole thing is more power to John A. I'm so glad that she stood up for herself, went over to that table. And I'm even more proud of her for later talking to Sylvia and saying that, like, if she's going to say my name anyway, just say my name, put me in so that I can call her down. And just the way that she handled everything, I just... I love Johnny.
2: I really am impressed with how much she's changed. Like Michelle said, since her, was that the last season she did? Yeah. Was exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, God, he's such an ass and it was just, it was so brutal to watch. Um. So I love it. I just, I just wish she wasn't talking with MJ. I know they're partners last year and, got to be really close but i'll be happy when he leaves so i don't hear his name anymore or if he leaves hopefully they don't they're not doing the final again together
0: yeah so we hear John A have a confessional where she's saying that her and mj are very very close but that she's not having an affair and then we have a confessional of mj saying the same thing and I don't know if I believe them. I don't want to say, you know, whether or not... I don't know. Everybody obviously has their own speculation. We weren't there. We don't know what happened. Um, But I do think that no matter what happened, that they're handling it in a very mature way. Um, I
1: rewound Janae's like, three times because I felt like in that confessional, she kind of had a smirk on her face. Um, and I'm like, is this a guilty smirk? Is this, a... I don't know. I, I rewound it three times and I just want like a body language expert, someone to really um, evaluate these two confessionals and tell me, are they telling the truth or are they lying? Because I just didn't 100% buy it myself.
2: I don't buy it either, but yes, I I my opinion is something went on, whether it was maybe one time thing or it maybe even just like verbal um to I don't know. I'm I personally everyone's different. I think um if I don't know. I think there's different types of cheating. There's emotional cheating, there's verbal cheating, there's physical cheating, right? I think
0: there was definitely emotional cheating going on 1000%. Right? Are they, and are you, they you know like work
1: wife and work husband like <laughs> is that what we're equiv- it's equivalent to?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's more than that because like work husband and work wife don't live together. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a fine line for sure. It's hard for me. Like, it's really hard for me to be like, she 100% was having an affair, even though like we all know that I pretty much believe almost anything gamer says. So like, we know what I like really think, but like at the same time, it's just like so hard for me to like say that because like, we don't know, you know what I mean? And like, it is a family that could be like breaking up and like clearly like her husband doesn't care. And if he does care, like, I don't know, I guess we'll see if he shows up in KC. If he doesn't show up in KC, then he's pissed. Cause obviously he hasn't seen what was aired before this, but whatever she had told him, cause I'm sure she pre-warned him. This is going to, I mean, I mean, at the end of all stars two, she took down all of the pictures that she had with her husband on her Instagram. And yes, she's posted with him since then. So obviously they are getting through it or have gotten through it or something, but he seems to still be supporting her. And that's really all that matters. I mean, even if she did cheat and she, you know, like people cheat, (coughs) people stay with people who cheat and whether you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's a fact of life. Like people, some people can get past it. Some people can't, most people can't, but some, and even more people try. So I don't know. I'm, I'm what's,
1: one the, of the, what's the timing of the pictures? Because I heard that too. That she took all the pictures down. That was after season two. Down when they were filming All Stars three.
0: Yeah. Well, it was after All Stars two.
1: Got
2: it. Okay. Thank A- after you. it. After it aired.
0: Yes, but she was at mark uh mark long's birthday party wow that was a year ago crazy mark long's birthday is like literally today wow shout out to mark long for his birthday um (laughs) but yeah but she would but so a year ago they were at mark long's birthday party together which was after all stars two filmed and i think he also went to the premiere party in la um With her as well. So, yeah, he did. I saw pictures of them.
2: I don't know. It's such a difficult situation. I mean, my negative first thought was like, oh, well, didn't she just win 125K? (laughs) Like, right. You know, does he need that money too? But I don't know. All I know is for me, all I know is my personal thoughts and I, I could if Mitch did anything like that, like kids or no kids, I know people want to work it out for the kids and I understand that. And, you know, I support my friends and what they and what they're going through, but that's just not something I could do. So we can co-parent, sweetie. And that, that would be it. Yeah. But that's just me.
0: I mean, it's his right to choose whatever he wants to believe, but I think that, Um, you know, I mean, it could even be a thing that like we saw on final reckoning with Brittany and Brad after the redemption house thing with Chuck, Brittany told him about it. They stayed together. But then when he saw it all play out on TV, he was like, Oh no. And they broke up. So, I mean, you never know what's going to happen because the story that you tell it, it looks different when it's edited and when it's on TV and you kind of, create your own reality based off that and you decide if you can move past it or if you can't. And I think that since this is just airing this week, we don't really know what he thinks and if he is able to get past it or not. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. But I think that we'll probably definitely know more based on if he goes to Kansas City or not.
1: you'll
0: have to let us know. Yeah, I definitely will. So. Is MJ supposed to be there? Is no, he be there? Oh. Okay. he's not announced yet. Anyway, um, but, but they announced an eighth person. Um, Wes said that Ronnie's going to be there. So right now it's Wes, Sylvia, Nehemiah, Cyrus, Tina, Mark Long, John A, and Ronnie. So I'm sure there will be even more than that. It's a cast rap party. So I don't know. What a lineup. Yeah. I'm so excited, guys. Anyways. I'm excited
2: for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. Seriously. Anyways, we should get back to, our, to recapping. We got a little bit off topic there. Um, the next thing that we see is we see um, Brad. And he's talking to Wes and Mark. And he's a little bit upset maybe even a little more than a little bit upset. And he says that he thinks that he would have won that daily challenge had it not been their plan- for their plan to let Mark win. So Wes, it really surprised me how much, how easily Wes was like, yeah, I'll do that. And kind of falls on the sword for Brad and says that he's willing to go into elimination so that Brad doesn't have to. And he wants to prove his loyalty to Brad. So then when it comes to the authority, which is just Sylvia and Mark, um, making their decision, it's a really easy decision for them to make because both of the people who were nominated told them that they wanted to go in. So obviously they put up West for elimination for the guys and John A up for elimination for the girls. So then we have our elimination. Um, yeah. So I thought that was just like a little bit
1: too easy. Yeah. A deliberation. It felt like too easy, like scripted. I don't I didn't I don't know. For some reason this episode is not connecting with me. I'm like what is going on? Like seems a little too easy. Wes is volunteering. I
0: don't know. Something didn't feel 100% right to me. Okay, what's weird is that I think that the thing that makes it seem like it's not 100% right is because we're like over halfway through the game at this point, pretty much halfway through the game. TJ is just playing, changing the rules around and all of the players are playing like it's week one because everything just changed. Yeah. I I feel like this recap that we're having right now is very similar to the recap that we had on episode one. Yeah, good
1: point. Okay, so then we're going to the arena. TJ kind of reiterates that the only two people safe are Sylvia and Mark. Um, they announce who they picked. It's Janae and Wes. So Janae gets to pick who she wants to go against. And she calls out Beth, of course. And she wants best stars. Wes calls out yes. Um, And he kind of says he's choosing the worst judge of character. So it's kind of like a slap in the face as he calls him out. Um, Wes kind of reiterates that he's going in to save Brad. He's really trying to build himself up as the hero here. He's going in to save Brad. Um, Yes, in his confession, I kind of cracked up because he kind of just, I don't know why this line got me, but he goes, well, he picked me. (laughs) I don't know why that got me, but I thought it was really funny. Um, and what I have to say, yes, looked really good. He had a nice fresh haircut, so he looked great. Um, TJ asks them how they're feeling. Uh, and yes, kind of says, I feel good. I'm just here to nurture the flame of fairness and integrity the best I can. And I'm just like, now we're going a little bit over the top. (laughs) And it seems like TJ agrees. Um, and Wes tells, yes, that even TJ knows you're full of shit. So then we get to the elimination. It's called knockoff. Um, I don't know how you ladies felt about this elimination. It was a wall that was 30 feet in the air that had these giant padded pegs on it that you had to push through. And it kind of reminded me of an elimination in the past where they had to push uh, through the pegs to the other person's side. Um, and then the winner was whoever had the most pushed to the other person's side that was on previous seasons but this one it was just you're on the wall you have to use these giant pegs to kind of knock your opponent off the ledge um Janae and Beth are up first um we see MJ shouting a lot of instructions to Janae like go left hit her this way go that way And you can see Beth is getting just like more and more frustrated. And this does not seem like an easy elimination to win by any means. It doesn't seem like hitting the pegs is really even knocking anyone off. Like we're seeing people get hit in the face, the leg, and no one's really falling off this ledge. Um, And I think that's kind of part of the reason Beth quits. Um, I know Beth says, like, she's annoyed that uh, Janae's boyfriend, MJ, is helping her and telling her what to do, and she thinks it's not fair. And I think she used that as an excuse to reiterate look, Janae is a cheater. She's cheating again, and I'm going to quit because Beth really probably didn't want to be up there all day. She probably knew she couldn't outwork Janae in this elimination. It's probably frustrating to hear people helping your opponent, and you're kind of out there on your own. And quitting, it's not like, uh, she let Johnne knock her off and kind of get the best of her. It's like she's quitting on her own terms and that's in best head. That's you know how I feel like she's thinking. So Johnna wins, she says thank you for the stars. And then we have another like romantic moment between MJ and Janay, where he like points at the stars on his jersey and she throws up, oh, I'm gonna have three stars too And it's like, oh, this wonderful connection that they're both now gonna have all these stars um so then we go into west versus yes and this one is much more brutal they're hitting these pegs really hard um we see Nehemiah trying to help um West a little bit we see yes talking so much crap to I'm getting, I'm confusing myself. We see yes talking so much crap to West. These names are making me a little crazy, um, and it seems like he tried to take a page from the book of Jordan last week, where Jordan just kept talking and talking and talking and trying to exa- exhaust Darrell. And then I also had a flashback to All Star season one in the final, where Yes passed Darrell, who was like overheating, and he kind of talked shit to Darrell in the final. Um. So I think yes, really was not the best strategist by talking so much and kind of exhausting himself. Um, You can see Wes is really just kind of not putting the amount of effort that yes is putting into this. And we see it's going on for 11 minutes, 35 minutes, 42 minutes. So this is going on for a while. And then it looks like uh, Wes just gets the best of him. Yes gets pushed off. It sounds. It looks more to me. I wrote down that yes beat himself more so more so than Wes beat yes because yes just exhausted himself for no reason. I don't get why he did that. Um, so they come down. West won. Yes congratulates West on winning. And then I thought it was actually very interesting that T J said yes is his favorite human to ever be on the challenge. That was really interesting to me.
0: Yeah, I I wrote that down too. That he said that about uh, yes being his favorite human. That's I feel like yes is one of my one of my favorite humans. So so I mean I can definitely understand why he said that. Um, okay.
2: So Michelle, you were talking about the. I'm sorry, but I thought that elimination was stupid.
0: I did, I thought it was yeah. not good not good at all. And it did not translate to TV well at all.
2: no I didn't know what was going on no you that's a perfect way of putting it Christina
0: yeah like it just like wasn't I don't know I mean I feel like sometimes some of the stuff that they do could be cool and fun in person like if I was 30 feet in the air and I was like punching my enemy with this like big stick thing then like you know like that would I would probably have fun doing that but like to watch it on tv and even in person I think we see like Kayla like kind of bend down she's like oh my god like everybody in the stands is like this could go on forever so who said um, like oh I think it
2: was Naya she was like when is this going to be over I want to go home and eat or something (laughs) yeah that was Naya
0: So I think that um, one thing that was interesting, too, is at the very end when Ronnie says that it was like the yin and the yang leaving, it was, you know, Beth who tried to stir up all the chaos in the house um, leaving, but like also on the opposite end of that, it it was um, the most positive person in the house who's always trying to keep the peace also leaving. So it leaves, you know, I mean, still some very, very dynamic players and personalities in the house, but too like big, drastic personalities that are very different just left. And not only did they leave, they left together.
1: Yes. And I think Beth, listen, I'm a Beth defender usually. Usually, I usually like her. Um, I thought when she came back on All Stars 1, she actually really, in a lot of ways, redeemed herself. And I think a lot of people liked her after that. Mm -hmm. Now, after seeing her on Real World Homecoming, I was appalled by how she acted on that show. She was so desperate for Tammy to like her. I don't know. She rubbed me totally the wrong way in homecoming, but I was like, all right, she's coming back to the challenge. I'm going to give her another chance because she always kind of entertains me, but I, she did herself no favors on these last two episodes. I think, I don't know. I think the tides will be turning back against her.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It'll be interesting to see if she goes out this way or if she would be interested or picked to do an another season if there's like a four or five or however there may be in the future so one thing that i also wanted to say i meant to say earlier when we were talking about the john a and mj situation is that when tina was on the um Emily Longaretta and Mark Wong podcast Mark Wong made a reference to the premiere party I don't know I just like when he said it in my head I thought MJ and Johnny and that is he said that the premiere party was out of house that Marilyn and JFK and then he like kind of like it was almost like he was trying to figure out like how he wanted to say like I mean obviously everybody knows like that those two had an affair or whatever and so um it's interesting because what he the terminology that Mark used for that house was that Marilyn Monroe and JFK had an alliance (laughs) so (laughs) I don't know I just thought that that was um An interesting way to phrase it, considering what we saw this episode. But yeah, do you guys have any other um, thoughts on the episode in and of itself for this last week? Or do you think that we've pretty much covered that and move on to the preview for next week?
1: The only thing I wanted to add is when we were in the challenge segment at the end, when they were, like, announcing, when TJ was announcing the winners, Brad had a hair tie in his beard, holding his beard together, and it just made me laugh, and it made me think, I can't wait for the Challenge Halloween costumes, because I want someone to do Brad with the hair tie in his beard.
0: Oh, like, do you mean, like, Challenge Mania Halloween costumes? yeah like like christina being kayla like i need someone to
1: do the grab yeah. with the hair so that's what i want to see this year
0: okay, okay people, throwing your your beards out <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> do it for michelle she wants to see it next year I do. <laughs> anything um else to add from you abby before we go on to the preview for next week no this wasn't one of my favorite episodes so far um Same.
2: but whatever they can't It's well, so
0: interesting that all of us are kind of like, man, we didn't really care for this episode when, like, the game completely changed and potentially it should have been an awesome episode because everything switched up and it should have been really intense, but for whatever reason... It just kind of landed flat, right? Yeah. We, we
1: didn't even get, like, the forced producer-driven moment where someone's like this changes everything you know what I mean like don't don't we usually get that moment when there's like a big change like that I mean I think
0: the big like overlooming thing is just like the MJ and Johnny thing yeah I think that that like kind of cloud just like hangs over the episode and it just like I don't know like it just makes it and it's so interesting because everybody's interested in that but like, I don't know if it's because like we didn't get what we wanted to see because maybe we did want to see that a little bit or like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was, but I, yes, I agree. There's just something about this episode anyway. So the previous everyone probably, I'm sorry. Everyone probably just wanted them to admit it.
2: All the viewers, right? Like, just like admit it. Jordan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's maybe true, but also, you know, like we said, John A is trying to protect her marriage, so we understand that, too. At least I do. Um, but so in the preview for next week, it shows that the next daily challenge, it looks kind of like a Jenga-y type thing when they have, like, thin sticks that they have to potentially stack on top of each other, and then it looks like they have to put a star on top. Um, not sure exactly if that'll be all of the daily challenge, but that's kind of what we see from it. And then we see a big buildup of what we've been seeing all season and that's Sylvia versus Kellyanne. And they seem to get really get into it next episode. And then we see Brad eating and he's talking to Derek about what he thinks about MJ and that he'll do whatever it takes to go in. We see Naya saying, fuck the treehouse" At this point, we see Veronica looking super stressed out and I am excited for next episode because unlike the drama that Beth brought to the table this episode with potentially like destroying a marriage in what she had to say the drama that's been building up with Sylvia and Kellyanne I think is actually going to be like really good drama to watch and I'm, I'm excited for that personally I agree with that whose side are you on sylvia (laughs) of course i don't know i feel bad uh kind of saying that a little bit because kellyanne is super sweet she's very very nice and she seems like she's a very genuine person um i did have the privilege of meeting kellyanne when i was in la and i did really like her in person a lot but i'm i'm team sylvia on this one i really like sylvia too i'm excited to meet her i'm team kellyanne what about you michelle Okay, I came into this
1: season, Sylvia was the person I was most excited for, and I'm just like, I'm proud of her that she's doing so well, she's doing great, but her personality is not doing it for me, and I'm the type of person, I'm rooting for the underdog always, so I think I'm team Kellyanne, and I also wish they would do a little more interaction between Kellyanne and Wes, because they dated for a really long time, and that would be a storyline I would like to see something come out of, but I'm sure Wes makes it a point to not
0: have very many interactions. I listened to Kellyanne. I listened to the Kellyanne podcast on I think it was Challenge Mania. It might have been Mike Lewis, but I think it was Challenge Mania. And um she said that her and Wes were actually in the same room.
1: Okay. And they didn't like they don't care about us. Well
2: there there could be a doubt couple different you know Wes and Johnny and CT get whatever they want and Wes could have told producers you know I don't want don't make this a storyline don't you know just out of respect for Amanda
0: well and that's like what yeah that's like one thing that they said is that they all like kind of talked about like what was crossing the line as far as appropriateness goes because Derek was in the treehouse with all the girls and should Derek try to switch Kellyanne Um, Is what Kellyanne and Derek were talking, it was Derek, were talking about on the podcast. And um, basically they just decided that like, it was fine, that they were all like mature adults and nothing was going on. Nothing was going to happen. So they just had to be mature adults.
2: And I think, wasn't there another season where Wes and Kellyanne were on and it didn't address or am I yeah. thinking this
0: season? Am I just yeah. really tired? No, they didn't address it on Rivals three at all. Like, okay, I know. Okay.
2: okay, I thought so. I thought there was another season.
1: Uh, okay, so I'm I'm hopeful that they they will address it for no reason. It's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Michelle. Oh. Just imagine
2: imagine it in your mind. I'll make my <laughs> own <laughs> fantasy. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Well, yes. Well, we know that they leave out all the stuff that we want to see. We saw that this episode with John and MJ. Yep. But anyways, thank you everybody for tuning in this week. Um, we are the reality served real podcast. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at RSR podcast. And you can find me on my Twitter at Xtina's Reality. You can find me on my Instagram at Christina underscore Finley. Um, Michelle, where can we find you? On Twitter at Mish underscore Dev. It's
1: M-I-C-H underscore D-E-V. And then Instagram is Mish Dev, no underscore. And I don't really use Instagram ever since the beginning of COVID because I used to have such a fun and full life and post a lot of things. And now I don't really do a lot. So there's not too much going on on my Instagram, but you can still follow me. How about you, Abby? Where can we find
2: you? Okay, so I'm looking it up because funny story. I don't like two years ago, maybe three years ago, I had someone create a fake account of mine. Oh yeah, it was awful. Um, And oh yeah, they were tweeting like, if I get 50 followers, I'll show you my tits. And this is before I knew y'all. (laughs) <laughs> That's um, crazy. I know when everyone was reporting it and I'm like, cause I had it at my normal name and I don't know how they did it, but it was exactly the same. Oh, my L was lower K. I don't remember, but so I had to change them. I, I changed everything up. So it's that I had to look it up at a B B I E capital K capital L E E nine. So Abby K Lee nine, um, and I hardly use Instagram either, but, well, I use it to like stalk um, <laughs> reality people and to see what's going on in their lives, but I don't post a lot on it, but it is, um, I don't even know how to find my username. It's okay. It's not important.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious okay all right well thank you all for tuning in and we will be back with another episode shortly we'll see you soon